0: teams this is inside sports with reed wilkins brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers the heavy hitters of
1: injury law
0: two games tonight to wrap up the nhl regular season late in the first the blue jackets lead the sabers one nothing johnny Goudreau has his 21st of the year avalanche and predators about to face off now that'll help round out the seating in the western conference if colorado wins they would jump ahead of dallas into first in the central division which means they would play seattle in the first round so we'll see how that shakes down and uh, once we get that game final we should get a little more details on the entire first-round schedule, including the start times for the Oilers' games against the Kings. Now, Edmonton hosting LA Monday and Wednesday next week. Probably going to be eight o'clock games here on 6:30, Chad. But the face-off shows starting at six. But that uh, should all be confirmed here in the next few hours. Baseball tonight, top of the fourth, Blue Jays leading Tampa Bay 2-1. Thanks a lot for uh, joining me tonight, Inside Sports on 6:30, Chad. My name's Reed. What's your name? How are you doing? So into the playoffs we go the Oilers looking very 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 good my goodness what a run for the team nine consecutive victories 14 0 1 in their last 15 games they get to 50 wins for just the fourth time in franchise history so uh they got a shot I mean that's all you can ask for you got a shot you're in the tournament you're playing well Going into the tournament, you got some depth. You're starting to uh, defend a lot better than you did for especially probably the first two-thirds of the season. You got a couple of uh, elite scores, the top two guys in the NHL. That's what's uh, going for Edmonton as they go into the playoffs against the Los Angeles Kings, who, again, I expect a really, really tough series. Do I think the Oilers will win the series if I had to make picks? Yes, I do, and I will be making picks on Stoff show around uh, after the two o'clock news on Monday. Bob's going to have extended shows up to three hours on playoff game days, and we're going to do our uh, playoff picks on uh, Monday afternoon. But I do think the orders will win the series. I do think it'll be difficult, but as you know, if you've been listening to me over the past uh, week and a half or so, I feel good about the orders, and uh, and why not? They got a really good club. So here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to dive into a couple of little things that have helped the Oilers this season. And we do this periodically on the show. We always do it before the Super Bowl and before the Great Cup. And we may do it at one or two other times during the year, depending on, on what is happening. If we have an Edmonton team in a, in a big game or going into the playoffs. So here's what I, I would like to hear from you tonight. 780-496-0063. If you're using the telephone, that is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email InsideSports at 630Ched.com, and you can message me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, Make your prediction. Who beats who in the Stanley Cup final? And part of the assignment is give me some sort of little detail along the way. You, you could be serious, you know, Cod Smythe winner, uh, you know, a little side prediction for a team that maybe gets upset early, and bonus points if you can make me smile or even laugh. So there it is. And usual rules apply on inside sports when you make predictions, anything That turns out to be correct. Now, this won't be two months away until we know this, so we'll have to make sure we save them. Kellen Kennedy will make a file folder for them. Any correct predictions are celebrated, and that predictor is revered forever. Any incorrect predictions? Oh, they just seem to get lost. I wonder if anybody was wrong. I don't know. Probably not. So that's the assignment tonight. Give me the East-West champions, who wins the Stanley Cup, and then some other little detail about something you think that might happen in the postseason, or something a little funny along the way. That's what I want tonight. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Probably most of those will come in from th- during text uh, through text. That's what usually happens. So that's what we're going to do there. All right. So I was looking back at, at something here for the uh, for the Oilers because it was it was six years ago, 2017. They finally got into the playoffs after being out for 10 years. And as you remember, they beat San Jose in six games in the first round, lost to Anaheim in seven games. Then they missed the playoffs for two years after that. They've now been in the postseason four years in a row. Uh, really disappointing series against Chicago in the pandemic-shortened season. Uh, swept by the Winnipeg Jets with three overtime losses two years ago. Last year, lost game one to L.A., down three games to two to L.A. after game five. Won game six in L.A. Really impressive win in game seven at home. Lost to Calgary in the first game, won the next four in the series, and then of course were swept by the Colorado Avalanche in the West Final. So now the Oilers in there again, a much deeper team than certainly the the teams that lost to Chicago and uh, and, and Winnipeg, and and I I would say probably even a little deeper up front and on defense than the team last year that went to the uh, the Western Conference Final. But I, I started thinking, and when the Oilers missed the playoffs for all those years, they were plagued by, uh, by many, many problems. One of them was that outside of the, the top picks, they often didn't draft and or develop players very well. So just for fun, I went back to those 2017 playoffs. And I thought, uh, I was like, I got to refresh my memory here. How many of these were homegrown players? Well, in the 2017 playoffs the Oilers used a total of 23 players here are the ones who were drafted by the Oilers Dreisaitl McDavid Nugent Hopkins Clefbaum Nurse Eberly, and Slepeshev remember him Kellen Vaguely. <laughs> so, and Todd so so he was the only guy who wasn't a first round pick he was taken in the third round 88th overall so basically about a third of the team that year was uh was drafted by the Oilers. The rest were signings out of college or free agents or trades or things like that. So then I thought, okay, this year now, and I, I made a couple assumptions about what the roster is going to look like in the postseason or who could play. So I I included everybody who played last night, uh, Devin Shore and Philip Broberg. I imagine they'll be in the playoffs at some time. And I also included Dylan Holloway. So that gave me 23 players for for this year's team who are likely to play in the postseason. So here are the the players who were drafted by the Oilers who are likely to participate in the playoffs this season. Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, Yamamoto, Dreisaitl, McLeod, Nurse, Bouchard, DeHarnay, Skinner, Broberg, and Holloway. So that's 11 out of... 23, again, making an assumption about Holloway. So it's gone from about a third of the team drafted by the Oilers till about half. You still have some trades, you still have some free agent signings like uh, Jack Campbell, Zach Hyman, players like that. And as, as a little bit of bonus here, three of the guys I listed off were not taken in the first round. I mean, your first rounders should play. And clearly when you get guys like McDavid, that's, that's whole, totally on another level. McLeod's second overall, or uh, second round, 40th overall, Stuart Skinner, might win the Calder Trophy, third round, 78th overall. And Vinny DeHarnay, seventh round, 183rd overall. So then I thought to myself, because as you know, Cal, I sit there at my desk and I do a lot of thinking. You do ponder a lot. Yeah, I sort of like that uh, that statue of that guy thinking. What's it called again? The Thinker. I, I can't remember. So anyway, I, I thought to myself, who was the last Oilers' seventh round draft pick to play games for the Edmonton Oilers. Let's go back 20 years. Kellen, I'm I'm not going to, this is not to mock you. (laughs) Can you think of anybody?
1: So 20 years, so you're talking
0: to- Let's go back to 2004. 2004. How many seventh round draft picks drafted by the Oilers in the seventh round Uh have played for the Oilers? Can you name anybody? Take a wild guess. He of the Edmonton Roadrunners, Doug Lynch. <laughs> that's a good guess. The, uh, the one, the, there's one name since 2004, Vinny DeHarday.
1: Oh, that, that's hey, it. there we go.
0: <laughs> now, in 2003, two seventh round picks for the Oilers played for the Oilers, Kyle Brodziak and Matthew Waugh. Mm-hmm. Brodziak, uh, you know, I guess his best days would have been with other teams. So then I thought, well, why don't I just keep going back? Now, here, here's something to remember. There have been a couple players drafted in the seventh round by the Oilers who played NHL games but not for Edmonton, including Matthew Lombardi, but I didn't count him. Davis Payne was drafted by the Oilers. He played a few games. So there have been three other seventh-round picks in Oilers history who have played for the team. Mike Morrison. Remember him? I do. He was a goaltender, right? 1998. 1991. David Oliver.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I have his hockey card at home, too. Do
0: you really? Yeah, I do. That's amazing. And then the other guy, and you'll know this guy, Kellen. Mm -hmm. uh, Goaltender who burst onto the scene in a playoff series in 1981.
1: Oh, uh, Andy Moog.
0: Andy Moog was taken in the seventh round in 1980. Now, I'm fudging this a little bit because the draft used to be longer than seven rounds. Kelly Buckberger was a ninth-round pick who played a lot for the Oilers. But just looking at the seventh round, in the history of the franchise, Vinny Desharnay is the sixth seventh-rounder to play for the team. And uh, he's been quite a find. (laughs) <laughs> He's been uh, loving life with the Oilers, so that's and this. Like I'll admit, people may, people might be like, "Reed, why are you talking about this?" I don't know, cause it's fun. <laughs> I but I just thought, you know, Vinny DeHart to be a seventh rounder who's playing well and looks like a guy you, you hope can stick around for several uh, for several years. How rare or unusual is that? Well, it's pretty rare, I suppose, especially with an Oilers team that, that went through a pretty tough era where a lot of their draft picks didn't really pan out. All right, so there you have it. We had a great chat with Day Harnay on overtime open line last night. Rob and I did. He joined us uh, on the headset down by the Oilers dressing room. We're going to get to that tonight as we move along. Uh, Stuart Skinner, there was a special day for him at, uh, at a place here in Edmonton that we're going to get to as well. And uh, Ron Lowe is going to check in tonight after the 6.30 news and get those predictions coming in. Who beats who in the Stanley Cup final? 7, 8, 0, 4, 9, It's Inside Sports on Chet.
1: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law
0: got a note today that uh, my good friend Paul Sir is retiring from the Alberta Basketball Association at the end of August, executive director there since 2008. I briefly worked for him, and he's a frequent guest on this show. Of course, we'll be having Paul on uh, plenty between now and then. Love Paul Sir. He does a lot for basketball, not just in Alberta, but in Canada. 780-496-0063 it is sir robert checking in this evening sir robert have you completed my assignment already yes uh, yes i have you are a model student
1: go ahead hey well i'm going to start with uh let's say coming out of the west i think uh i think it's going to be edmonton and that and i'm not saying that because i'm biased i'm saying that just simply because i think the oilers i think they have the depth to simply come out of the west i think just that and you know and i believe our defense is stronger than uh, uh, last year so i think that'll help too Uh, skinner's been looking good and i believe that uh uh, you know uh, i believe that he'll make a difference uh so i believe it's going to be edmonton out of the west and coming out of the east i believe uh i'm sure I'm sure most people are probably thinking Boston, but i on the I on the other hand am not i am I am thinking it will be Carolina coming out of the east i gonna,
0: you know what sir robert i'm I'm gonna save my full picks for stop show on Monday, but i will I will not be picking Boston to win the east either
1: yeah so no so I, so i'm a, so I'm saying it's going to be an a rematch of those picks. An Edmonton Carolina final, with this time Edmonton winning in seven games. And the funny thing that I think will happen this year in the playoffs, and a lot of people might find this, uh, I don't know, sarcastic, strange, whatever you want to call it, but the funny thing that I think is going to happen, the team that is going, going to upset Boston, and it obviously won't be in the first round, I believe it will be Toronto.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Wow. So you got Toronto and Carolina in the conference final then? Yeah. Okay. And
1: and in the the, uh, conference final in the West, I've... uh, most people probably think it's gonna be Colorado and Edmonton, but me for some for, for some strange reason I think it's gonna be Minnesota and Edmonton with the Oilers taking out Minnesota. Well,
0: I was on with Shea earlier today and he asked me for a dark horse team and, and I gave the Minnesota Wild. So okay, that's interesting. Sir Robert, thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Reed.
0: That is Sir Robert checking in. So we have our first uh, we have our first predictions here on Inside Sports from uh, from the fourteen of you who loyally listen to the show well it's a it's a it's a fun time here i love <coughs> pardon me guys i'm still getting over a bit of a cough here uh i i love this i mean i love the first round of the playoffs uh there's so much action the uh i mean i was joking with uh with chelsea about predictions and wanting to know what's going to happen I, I think predictions are fun. That's why I always try to have fun with them on this show and encourage if you guys are going to write or call in, have, have something fun along the way. I, I mean, it's, it's so unpredictable, really, when it, when it gets down to it. And I, I remember watching Bob McKenzie on TSN several years ago. And they and remember that one year they did Maggie the Monkey? Was that '03, 3 I think, Kellen? And she got almost every series right yeah, just from I've, spinning the wheel.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And, yep. and it, I remember Bob McKenzie one year said, okay, so what? Somebody goes 6 out of 8 in the first round. Somebody else goes 5 out of 8. So that one person knows 12.5% more about hockey than the other person. I mean, it it, it just it could come down to such a, such a fine margin a lot of times. Now, having said that, I recognize the the, the the fun and some of the bragging rights in trying to make your picks, which is why I encourage you to send yours in. Oh, this will be fun. Ron Lowe is coming up.